Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we are kicking off 2021 with our This Is Jazz Today playlist curated by none other than Alan Blanchard. He's back. He's got another 10 tracks for us today. Is it 10 tracks? I think it is 10, tra- I think 10 it's tracks. 10. I hope it's 10. Uh, some of the, the best new music from the first part of 2021. Uh, we're hoping this will kick off a year of great music, which of, of course it will, because we know some records that are coming out that are great. But uh, we're going to just jump right into it and talk about this. If you want to find the playlist, it's of course on Spotify. So if you go to Spotify and just search for This Is Jazz Today, you will find the playlist. And uh, you can subscribe and get that new music every single month. So we hope you'll check it out and consider subscribing. So I'm going to kick off playing this first track here from the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra. Quite a mouthful here. So Alan, why don't you tell us about this uh, new Bernstein? I mean, this is a, it's a very fun record. It's a very nerdy record, I feel, uh, which is kind of fitting, I guess, of it being like the Smithsonian Jazz uh, Orchestra, but basically they just reimagined a bunch of Bernstein, uh, Leonard Bernstein uh, classics for uh, for a jazz band. I mean, what's kind of cool is that a lot of this stuff comes from like his... um, musical compositions and whatnot like a lot of the tracks are from on the town uh you know ones from peter pan and 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 everything but it's kind of cool they took like a bunch of different arrangers uh like mike tomorrow arranges some of them um jay asby steve williams uh and, and a couple of others do arrangements of um these songs and 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 whatnot so i don't know i mean there's really nothing i think that particularly stuck out to me other than like just from like an arranging arranging viewpoint uh that it was cool to to hear some of this stuff that you know you've played in a pit gig or you've heard just in a music history class or something and then these uh reimagined as the title says uh versions of it you know yeah i feel like that word is getting a little over overused now reimagined yeah i think people need a new verb yeah it's like oh i did a standard i reimagined it okay no you just played it you played it i mean these i'm sure are arrangements for sure i mean i haven't listened to the whole record yet but so who is the smithsonian jazz masterworks orchestra these Ah. days because there was used to be like the smithsonian jazz orchestra and is this like the same one or is this different man you're asking like really really good questions um that i should probably know the answer to um, was not readily apparent. Yeah. I mean, they're all, let's see. So like the sax sections, like Steve Williams, Bill Mulligan, Scott Silbert, Leah Pilzer. Um, oh, I don't know these names. I don't necessarily. Brian McDonald's is one of the trumpet players. The trombone players are uh, Ben Polk, Jennifer Krupa, Bill Holmes. Okay. So it is Smithsonian, like in DC. Those are DC people. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Young conducts it. Who's the, I, I think on faculty at like Howard University. Oh, okay. So it, so is it seems thing. like a lot of local cats, you know, a lot of DC people. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well, that's cool. I, I didn't know that. So that album, that's an album and that just came out, I'm guessing this month. Otherwise it wouldn't be on the playlist, but because um, sometimes just to be clear, we feature singles from upcoming records which are i know there's a couple that are on this playlist but let's keep moving here 
I'm excited to get to more of this music. So let's hear a little bit from the next track. I'm guessing this is a Positone release. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you guessed it, but it's a Positone release from uh, Diego Rivera. Uh, great sax player. I mean, it's a it's a great band. Uh, Etienne Charles playing trumpet, Helen Song on piano, uh, Boris Kozlov on bass, and then Donald Edwards on drums. Um, and it's just kind of like paying tribute, I guess you can say, to like these themes that are coming from like the uh it's kind of like a play on like america's indigenous art form or if you will of jazz and then like indigenous music and uh like roots of stuff that has um you know african roots and uh spanish roots and everything i mean there's like the song sabora mis on here and um i don't know it's it's really cool there there's there's one of the songs is greek um I mean, I don't know. It, it's just like, it was one of those that wasn't your standard, I feel, um, standards, if sure. if you will, that we hear. But like, they're definitely standards or well-known to uh, different cultures, like all around and different um, music and, and melodies and like sounds that you just don't necessarily normally hear, but in a format that I think we at least are used to hearing, like a quintet. Sure. Yeah. Sabora Me, famously played by another outside in artist, Tony Classy, on his new record that just came out. We have to plug our records. I mean, come on. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm here for it. I mean, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it was one of those that I found because of um, Spotify. So good job, Spotify. Like you're doing your job. But uh, it's a great band. I mean, they also play a blues on here because I feel like that's a requirement. Um, nowadays but it, it's a great album i think people will enjoy it yeah i mean everything by positone always has that kind of easy to listen to swinging kind of vibe or like swinging in mo many senses of the word uh i can see there's probably different vibes on this record but that's great uh of course diego on faculty at michigan state university same with atn and then a classic uh positone rhythm section there helen sung Boris Kozlov and Donald Edwards. Um, so that's great. Oh, and I'm surprised about this next one. I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's really a big band. I feel like Charlie, so this is the eight bit big band, but really Charlie Rosen's eight big, big band is more than a big band. Cause it's like, yeah. sometimes it's like a studio orchestra, I feel like. And uh, so anyway, their I mean, source big... material. Band, it is big, you know, anyway. like it's legitimately a big band. It, um, I don't know. I mean, do you know a lot of these these things? So, to people that don't know, like the eight big big band always plays music from video games, essentially. Uh, but I actually like did not know a lot of these themes. I don't know any okay from video <laughs> games. I stopped playing video games in two thousand seven. Yeah, it's interesting. Like to me, almost this band is like the video game version of like postmodern jukebox, okay. if you will. Like they're just taking these uh, versions of you know stuff from like Portal or Mario or Zelda, and then uh, someone arranges it and does like collaboration. Um, well, it's always Charlie. It's Charlie's new thing. Version. 
Yeah, but there, there's like a collaboration between like, like usually there's like someone featured, if you will, on each oh, track. Sure, a feature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Benny Benack was featured on that. Uh, Steven Feifke's featured on another. Grace Kelly, Zach Zinger. I mean, I don't, it's cool. It's not something that I think I'll find myself listening to often, or at least like the entire album, but it's definitely like a really, really cool novelty. Uh, and I think a really good like jumping off point for a lot of other people that can mm-hmm. like maybe relate to that memory and be like, Oh, check out this cool version of yeah, so-and-so, you know, for sure. And like, I think also for musicians who might be listening, they also have, it's kind of an interesting model of like content because he, all these videos came out. Like, first of all, it's focused on videos, not necessarily on Spotify. This is like the end of, you know, a process of releasing a bunch of videos. And then, it ends up with an album and on Spotify, which you're right, is also the postmodern jukebox kind of model of focusing on content first and the releases as being um, supportive of the content, not necessarily being the end all be all, which I think is an interesting um, way of trying to organize, you know, a plan for releasing your music in 2021 or beyond. Well, and the videos are good. They're also not just like, oh, here's a studio shot video. You know, they, they usually... Um, like this one specifically, I know has like some of the, like the little portals from portal and it has the lyrics and it's not just like, here's, you know, here's a camera shot angle of vocals. Now here's one of trumpets, you know, et cetera. Uh, and a great band too. Like everybody, uh, all of your friends, I feel yeah, like basically, <laughs> no, I mean, I used to play in the band before it was the eight big, big band. It was just the Charlie Rosen Broadway big band. And I used to play with that. Then, Which is uh, fitting because it definitely has like a like a Broadway sound. Yeah, even the eight bit big band is described as a thirty to sixty five member jazz slash pop orchestra. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Charlie is a. I mean, that's what Charlie does. Charlie is a, an orchestrator for bar, for Broadway. He wasn't. He was just like breaking it. into it when I was playing in the with him. But now yeah. he's like way in there doing his thing. But he's yeah, amazing, he's killing. Man. He's like, he can arrange so fast and like, it's just got a good sense. Good, He plays all the instruments too, which is, a, I'll just be honest, is a little annoying <laughs> when you see somebody that can play all the reeds, all the thing, all the rhythm section instruments, all the brass, like a little bit, you know? Don't even get me started on people that can play multiple instruments and them being way too good at them. And theremin. He's pretty good at theremin too. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But hey, he's doing a great job. Some of these videos have like 3 million views. Yeah. Oh, no, he's, he's crushing it. it. Yeah, he's killing it. And that's like a huge genre on YouTube is uh, video game music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I wish I could be authentically say that I could participate, but I... That's cool. Know your things and that's not one of them. Yeah, that's not one of them. Uh, if they played the theme from Madden, I would be, be good there. <laughs> that was the last game. That's the last one I played was Madden. Oh my gosh, man. But all these video games are old too. So you, you don't really have like that big of an excuse. I do. I don't. Like Super Mario 64, Nick. Oh, I know that. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I played that. Sure. I played that on Christmas for like a week straight when it came out, man. There you go. There you go. I've played video games. I might be saying I don't play video games now, but I played some video games. I mean, I think it's a, it's a different thing now because we all are at the age where like we grew up with it as it grew up you know so it's kind of a more uh accepted thing than maybe our parents looking down upon it you know yeah i guess i mean i know some of these corner trigger kirby sonic 
Portal, I don't know. Pilot Wings? Sure. I know Pilot Wings. Let me tell you about some, <laughs> some Pilot Wings. Zelda, Ocarina of Time, classic. I think I watched some of these videos too already. So anyway, good job, Charlie. Paying attention to you, man. All right, let's keep moving here. We're moving from Big Band to Gretchen Parlato. Yeah, Gerald talk about Clayton. polar opposites. Um, I don't know. There's not much to really say. It's a single coming off of a record uh, coming out in March um, on Editions record. It's good. It's Gretchen Parlato. Like she's always been a very um, interesting vocalist, if you will. You know, it's definitely not like I'm just gonna sing standards. You know, it, it's it's almost that approach of like. And, and I'm sure people don't always think about this, but like the voice as like an instrument that doesn't have to always be words, but can just be like s- syllables and everything. Um, and she's great. It's a very interesting band of like voice and guitar and cello and then drums and percussion and piano, um, which is interesting. Gerald Clayton is great. Always a, a amazing job of uh, providing like harmony and the way that he's going to like put color behind stuff. And I think that it just blends really well with Gretchen. Um, so I'm very interested for the, for the album to come out in, I guess a little over a month now. Yeah. Nice. And uh, also good artwork. I did, I'm saying if you're an artist that's trying to figure out what to do with artwork, go check out edition records. Cause they're doing a really nice job of um, curating some interesting artwork. It's like artistic enough to where it's like it's it's could stand alone, but not so artistic where it almost becomes like cheesy. Right. And it's not just um, you standing on the cover with some text, which I'm guilty of. I mean, I have those are my records, too. So. Right. But uh, just saying for inspirational purposes, they're doing some nice stuff for sure. And um, because the the uh, the Ben Wendell one was really killing too. The, yeah, yeah. It had like a three D heart thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so descriptive. I know I'm being really specific here, but uh, so that's Gretchen Parlato's new single, "Sweet Love," and the next track on our we have a little uh, run of pianists here on the playlist today. One of our own here made the playlist. Uh, that's Stephen Fifeke. I guess Benny Benek is being featured on this one as well. But this is from Stephen's forthcoming big band record coming out in April, Nika's Dream. Yeah, I mean, there's not, uh, besides, I guess, it being a selfless plug. Um, I just think it's a really cool thing. It, I, lately, I've been into uh, people's like uh, more abstract interpretations of standards mm. and the way that someone is... Because just like the way that I've been working through stuff, it's like, if you want to work on your writing, like why not just work on arranging first, you know? Sure. Um, but I thought that was, was a really cool arrangement of Nika's Dream. The band is again, I feel like your friends. Uh, they're all that age group, you know? Um, Pretty much. Yeah, and it's it's a cool band. And so, I don't know. That, that was really it that sold me on it. It's, it's just, it's a standard, some awesome arranging. I mean, the playing I think is a given of just being good. Um, and it's a great tune. I mean, just like a, a classic, uh, you know, standard, I feel. Yeah. Horace Silver, baby. Right yeah, Horace Silver is killing. And I don't think it gets killing. enough credit. That's true. That's true. We did. I remember doing, uh, 
at, at Juilliard, we did like a Horace Silver concert and like went real, tried to go really deep and to find some of the lesser known stuff. And it's like all the tunes are killing. It's great. It has like a great lines. shuffle, like a backbeat almost to some of his stuff. Like Horace Silver is a bad dude. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's always interesting? He always doubles everything. The bass yeah. and then the right hand, he's always just playing the melody. It's interesting. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's, I'm not, it's not a criticism, just an observation. I'm yeah. for it, 100%. You know? That's cool. So Steven's record is coming out in April, end of April. So there's another single coming after this one. We can give you the full lowdown because we know <laughs> exactly what's happening. But today, the day that we're recording this, January 29th, is the day that this single came out from Steven Beifke and his big band featuring Benny Benek on this track. And yes, all of my friends. I think I was there when they recorded this one. I was there for one of the two days of the session. Yeah. But uh, there was also a fiasco involving a cookie cake. And uh, we'll just leave it there. But the cookie cake did arrive. I it will made say it that. there. It, it made did it arrive. There. You'll have to ask Stephen about the cookie cake. Uh, okay, moving ahead with more pianists. This, this one's from Emmett Cohen with, again, the most futuristic piano artwork of all time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like we just need to give like a round of applause for getting that piano to where it needed to be to take this photo. Uh, yeah. If you can't, if you haven't seen it yet, you got to go to Spotify and or buy the record and see the artwork. I mean, it's really yeah. well done, but it's like also like, wow, that took a lot of work to do that. Yeah, and I, look, it's a great band. I mean, it's it's kind of like the Emmett Cohen classic trio of him, Russell Hall and Kyle Poole, um, which is fine and I'll listen to, but what my God, I'm really here for is Marcus Hill <laughs> for Marquis Hill and Melissa Aldana. Uh, sure which is why you might hear that I picked this uh, specific song off of the album with Marquise Hill playing. Um, just turn down the trumpet solo. Yeah, look, it's great, <laughs> man. It's, it's a, it's a cool album. I mean, he's had a, like the singles have come out already, which is, which is great, but to be able to find the, you know, the other tracks that you might favorite and whatnot on the album and, and hear the rest of it is, is awesome. And the, the pairing, of Marquis Hill, which I've checked out a lot of his stuff. You know, he's kind of going uh, one direction, but kind of coming back to maybe more like inside the box jazz type album or whatnot of what's going on today. And then Melissa Aldana, who I've been checking out more and more recently. Um, just good, good timing. But it's it's a cool record, great album artwork. As we were talking about that today, and yeah, I mean, going from there. I mean, you gotta gotta be creative, you know. I just yeah. gotta say, you get the white piano. It's just like really classy good that's, job, that's impressive yeah good job emmett no it's a great record i'm just giving a hard time uh emmett used to live across the street from me in new york when i first moved there and uh we did not hang out though <laughs> <laughs> even though he lived across the street because i was at school it's too busy and then he All moved right, away well. moved away but uh anyway great record of course that's on um mac avenue records and uh, as well as a lot of his other uh, albums. And if you didn't know, he's got a very popular, well, jazz popular, at least Monday live. Is it Monday? I don't remember what day it is. A live stream I don't show. Know. But live, uh, live from Emmett's is what it's called. Live from Emmett's place. Emmett's place. Something like that. So the graphics look cool. Another thing, whoever did that, like little sign graphic that he has going on. That's, that's hip. I, that was definitely a, a very, you know, appealing thing to, to see for like promotion of it. Or like neon, like like it looks cool. like no, yeah, it yeah, is. like like a jazz club sign, which I guess is the entire point of it, you know. 
See, now you're putting it all together, giving away all the marketing secrets here on uh, our podcast, Alan. All right, keep they it moving. Get this of far course, into it. They deserve yeah, it. Of course. And uh, next here, we, of course, are featuring Alan's favorite instrument. Anytime there's a trumpeter that puts out an album, it has to be on the playlist. I mean, of course, I would do the same with trombonists, so that's okay. We'll give them a pass. But of course, I'm sure this is great. I saw that this had come out, but I hadn't heard it yet. This is from Mr. Jeremy Pelt. Yeah, it was very interesting because it was, uh, I thought at first it was from a movie because it says like instrumental in the title, Um, but it's not. He has an upcoming record coming out on high note, uh, February 12th. And a lot of it is uh, music with spoken commentary. So I'm really interested to see how that comes to fruition i guess you know i'm not i'm just not sure as what's going to happen there uh so you know it it talks about the uh the intro is called griot you know and talking about like the griot in uh tradition if you will the band has uh chin chin playing vibes and victor gould on piano vicente archer uh like a harpist and and others but people from harold mayburn uh is speaking on here renee marie uh, Warren Smith, Ambrose Akinsmuir. So I don't know. I'm just really interested to see like what the project as a whole is and, and how that's going to work. Um, it, it, he just talks about how like Jeremy turns to a lot of his own peer group and, and uh, to record their thoughts on creating jazz and playing jazz and whatnot. So I'm sure it's going to be just like them talking through these interviews with music in the background or the foreground in some respect i don't know it it could be a really really cool project it's just going to be seeing um you know what it actually is who knows it sounds like it'll be interesting that's for sure um but yeah he's i mean he's great trumpet great musician so i'm sure it's going to be a great record so this was a single it's called underdog if you didn't catch that and then uh the album what is it next month or two months yeah uh february 12th so we're coming up pretty soon yeah for sure and i'm surprised that this next one that this artist is uh that there's another record or i guess it's a single for an upcoming record so r plus r equals now like robert glasper's band with him terrace martin um christian scott Derek harich taylor mcfarren and justin tyson um have a new record coming out february 12th as well on blue note uh, and we're, this one, they're doing a cover of a Kendrick Lamar tune, How Much Does a Dollar Cost, which I guess was co-written by Terrace Martin. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those bands that I feel like when something does come out, you're at least a little obliged to hear how they're kind of taking stuff because it's so... Like, it definitely comes from, like, the jazz tradition, but there are so many other things that are, like brought into it that it makes you think differently especially like i mean very obvious in that clip we just heard christian scott playing with pedals mm-hmm. um like the use of the uh like the backbeat and every everything but i don't know it's, it's a really really interesting band and um just kind of makes you think yeah, it's been a while i don't remember when that other record came out but it was 2017 i was gonna say it's been a few years yeah, it's it's been a minute, um, but I so, guess they've been busy. You know, they probably have done some things. Yeah, have they been? They must have been playing because it says it's a live a live cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And if you have a longtime follower of the podcast, you know that Alan loves live records. You know that's also true. That's also true. But that's cool. And also the um, Christian Scott's record from this year was, uh, or was it the end of last year? It was a live, another live album. Yeah. And this one is live from, but this one's a little bit older. This was actually, uh, I think, recorded back in like 2018 when mm. they had some month long residency at Blue Note, which just blows your mind to think that, that someone got a month long residency. Yeah, for uh, sure. But they did. And they, you, you know, made this from it. Which is cool. I'm looking forward to checking it out. I had no idea that it was coming. Not that I necessarily know everything that's coming, but <laughs> I definitely didn't. Sometimes, like I knew Emma had a record. Uh, but uh, anyway, so moving ahead to the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra, their new Democracy Suite, the Democracy Exclamation Suite. Sorry. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's kind of a little weird that it's called the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra when it's really a septet. Um, oh. But I guess it's all members from the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. Uh, so I don't know. This has kind of been described as like Winton's follow up to the ever funky lowdown that he kind of did, which I guess he wrote about like how he felt the current climate of stuff was happening. Um, and this is what he kind of has been working on in uh, COVID. <laughs> Evidently, it took him a few months to write this entire suite. Who would have figured? Uh, and then he picked a group and they have been like even touring with it in some respects. So, um, they the, all the titles kind of attribute into something like the ballot box balance, talking about like the election, uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, tune. You know, there's um, a, one of the songs for J Bat is, is a song that he wrote for like Jonathan Batiste and. And everything so i don't know it's it's just very interesting for me to also hear him write again for septet because like that's kind of what at least my first introduction to him was and i think that he was really well known for was like the septet that everything was touring and just kind of hearing how that's um evolved since then yeah for sure i mean i think well you know a lot of it is covid related but in terms of going to the downsizing excuse me that's all i meant to say yeah but um, yeah, that's cool. I haven't checked this totally out yet, but I know that they've been touring it also and I've been seeing it all over the place. So they're, they're doing a good job of uh, this one. I knew that was coming. See, they're, get, they're doing a good there job of getting there it in front go. of the right people. Um, excellent. So you can't have, you can't have a uh, playlist with new music from Winton Marsalis and not included on the playlist, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. All right, and so we've reached that point where we get into our number one, not that it's the best, but just in the number one slot here. Uh, Shy Maestro featuring colleague of mine, Philip Dizak, and Alan sends a text saying, what's wrong with Philip Dizak? How does he do this on the trumpet? And uh, a version of In a Sentimental Mood from their new record, Human. Yeah, it's just, it's stupid like in the best way possible in what uh, he is able to do facility on the horn. Um, I mean, kind of going along, I feel it's a great album all around. First off, like the title track human is, is awesome. A lot of the other tunes are awesome. This kind of stuck out to me because like I said, I've been checking out a lot of different people's takes on just standards for like writing purposes, but this is a very different take on a standard. <laughs> so 
Uh, it was almost one of those where it took a listen or two for me to be like, wait, where is actually in a sentimental mood inside of here? You know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, um, Phil, great job. Uh, <laughs> section, like, great job. You know, it's just one of those that you listen to and you're like, wow, how did their brain get from here to here, you know, and then make it seem very, very easy. Wow, this is really crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy groove. I gotta, I gotta. Before we get flagged, I gotta turn it off. But <laughs> it's hip. Uh, it's yeah. really hip. But then you're like, you listen back because look, innocent mood is fine, but it definitely is one of those ballads that starts to uh, wear on you um, sure. because it's so slow. First off, generally, and it's it. The range is never necessarily fun. Uh and it's just like, I feel like when you hear that, it's always been done in a manner where like, you just, you, you kind of know how it's going to happen and how things are, you know, it, out of comparatively to like other ballads that people might take more liberties with. I just don't think that's one of them. Uh, and then this is the polar opposite side of the spectrum where they took all the liberties that you can. And now you're like, okay, well, let's break this down. But it kind of makes sense too, because I, as I told you I didn't know Shy Maestro and everything. And then um, he played a lot with Avi Shai Cohen, which makes a lot of sense now listening to the style of his stuff. You know, it, it sounds a lot like Avi Shai Cohen's stuff. And um, I don't know. It's really cool. It's an album I'm going to be obsessing over for a while and figuring out how they do the things that they do or trying to at least. You and many others, I think. But I know that yeah. this one, I know from talking with, with Philip, just that uh, this one was slated for release, I think, in the summer or fall. And this was a uh, reschedule from, of course, our pandemic situation mm. to, uh, to now. But uh, on ECM Records, I believe. Yeah, ECM yeah. Records. This one, Shy Maestro and his, I guess it's a quartet, not a trio. I guess he usually, he usually has a trio, but... Uh, Human is the name of the record. So you can check that out. Again, this is the This Is Jazz Today playlist. Thank you, Alan, for putting together such an eclectic but uh, well-rounded set of music for everyone to check out. If you want to hear what came last year, 2020, 2020, you can hear a bunch of that music is still there on the playlist. But uh, we will keep on updating every month and we'll catch you back here for the next one. So thanks for listening. Go and check out all of what's happening with Outside and Music's artists. We've got new releases almost every week. Uh, so it's been a big year so far and even bigger things to come. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.